This week's Explorer of the Week is D Nandwani. D, thank you so, so much for supporting us and helping us to make these episodes. And to every one of our patrons out there, uh, we really, really appreciate you. But this episode in particular dedicated to D Nandwani. Now, if you too want to be Explorer of the Week, all you have to do is go over to patreon.com forward slash aliens explored and Pick one of the tiers that include Explorer of the Week and help support us in making these episodes. We love each and every one of our listeners. We love each and every one of our patrons. And we thank you so, so much for helping us to make this content. So this week's episode, Explorer of the Week, Dean Nandwani. We have you to thank for it. Aliens Explored is a podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Many alien abduction cases include elements of what is known as the lost time or missing time phenomenon. This is where abductees suddenly realise that minutes, hours, sometimes even days have passed and they cannot account for them. But is it just a psychological condition or is it further proof of alien presence here on Earth? Join myself and Neil here on Aliens Explored as we delve into the lost time phenomenon. Hello listeners and welcome back to Aliens Explored, your weekly look at just about every facet of the uh, unidentified flying object, unidentified um, aerial phenomenon, uh, phenomena. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> we'll be delving into every little detail and I'll be giving my half-assed opinions on them. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Neil Kelly. <laughs> And I'm your other host going full arsed. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stu Jackson, yet your other host. Yes, I'll, um, I'll be I'll be making up theories and opinions on, on the on the fly as we go through. That's do you know what? There's there's nothing wrong with that because that's what a theory and an opinion is. Is you know, if an opinion's set in stone, it should be on the fly. Anyway, well, it's it's the first stage of the the scientific process, isn't it? That um, you you observe something, you um, you 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 maybe develop an opinion, or you you, you know you you then set up an experiment to to see whether it is actually valid. Yes, yes, absolutely. Now, before we start, uh, we've had someone contact us on Twitter, Julie. Uh, contacted Julie. us on Twitter, um, asking about. Uh, do you remember when we talked about Dr. David Clark, Neil? 
That was quite recently, wasn't it? It, it was for mm. us, um, possibly less so for the listeners. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't fifty episodes ago. It was a couple. No, of no, episodes, no. That was yes. a, that was a few episodes ago. Um, yeah, and uh, you mentioned a story about having a friend who was unemployed uh, and so mm. trained for a marathon. Yes, uh, Julie wanted to know what were you referencing the movie Fat Boy Run. Uh, Run Fat Boy Run with Simon Pegg, or was it just inspired by? <laughs> um, hi, Julie. No, this was this was a real friend of mine who lost his job but uh, spent time unemployed uh, back in the days when you could get some benefits um, training training for the marathon. And he had this he had this very complicated schedule. You you go in his house and there'd be all these charts all over the wall about how many miles he'd run that day and what his target was for the next day and all this. It was all very intricate. I thought, yeah, you could never do this if you were holding down a job at the same time. No. Have have you seen the Simon Pegg film Run for I Run? haven't, no. No. Oh, I recommend it. It's a good film. It's got um, Sandy Newton in it as well. And Run, Fat Boy Run. It sounds a I bit know. judgmental. It, you would <laughs> think so, and you would think like me, because I'm, I'm sensitive about You're, weight issues, you know, because... Mm. You know, I'm on the larger side because of health issues. Um, mm. But no, it, it's it's not it's not how it sounds how it comes <laughs> right. across. It's a fun. It film. sounds like bullying. The title it, just sounds like bullying. Doesn't it? it does sound like it, but actually, it's it's quite a fun film. Oh, okay, I recommend it. Hardly recommend it. Uh, yeah, so thanks, Julie. Um, there you go. I said I'd ask, so I did. Thank, thank, <laughs> thanks, Julie. No, it's a true story. And uh, yes, uh, you, if you're if you're planning on doing a marathon yourself, let, let us know how you get on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I ate a marathon. Oh, I'm they're called Snickers now. That joke doesn't work anymore. Yeah, that's because I, my my theory, my half assed theory. I haven't tested it. Um, I suppose I could write to the the the, the makers of it. Um, I, I thought that marathon was too difficult for certain Europeans to pronounce. Certainly oh, right. Dutch Dutch and Germans struggle with a word like marathon because they roll their R and they, they don't use the th sound because they're more guttural. Right. So they say something like marathon. Okay. I mean, the Greeks shouldn't have a problem with it. Greeks wouldn't, no, but certainly Germans and Dutch would. Possibly French, I don't. Marathon. So I mean, I'm so making a lot of jokes there. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe it was called something else, uh, somewhere else, and they decided to be uniform about it. We've digressed already, haven't we? We quite, have. Quite a long way. We haven't even introduced <laughs> our topic this week. Uh, which actually, ironically, it's the lost time phenomenon, and here we are, losing time. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's an interesting phenomenon in of itself um it's one that you regularly hear on abduction stories mm. um but it is it something sort of prior to us starting to unearth abduction stories is it something you were aware of as part of the uh the ufo culture um i think i wasn't really aware of it as part of the culture but there's there seem to be quite a lot of stories where someone says well um well, where someone thought they'd only been a couple of hours, they thought they'd been abducted and they'd only been gone for a few hours, but they've been gone for a week. That mm. sort of... Um, well, less that's... so when when you're talking days, although instantly one that springs to mind is the Travis Walton case. Yes. Uh, 
which we discussed some time ago. Um, but so many of them, yeah, you're missing a few hours. And indeed, you get some cases where someone will just see a light in the sky. They'll carry on with their journey and arrive at their destination several hours late. Mm. You know, sometimes only a short journey as well. And then under hypnosis later on, um, certain things are revealed. Now, you've uh, you've cast aspersions on hypnosis in the past, if I remember right. I, I have, yeah, because uh, when I when I was reading up on this today, just to, just so I could talk vaguely sensibly, um, I was reminded very much of the recovered memory um, syndrome, um, which was which was um, um, instigated by by. It was in the middle of a satanic panic, wasn't it? That um, I, I don't know. You, I mean, yeah, they, uh, they 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 took all these children away and persuaded them, or made them made them remember that they'd been abused. Oh, I don't, no, I didn't know about yeah, that. This, I mean, the, obviously, satanic panic. I'm I'm familiar with, but I don't mm. re- recall that. This was this was in the in the states. Um, I mean, I know we had a couple of big satanic panics. In Britain, in the was it the Orkneys and in Cleveland, where children were taken away from their parents, um, separated quite small children for quite a long time, because local, so, you know, someone with a bee in their bonnet about Satanists had had claimed that they were being sexually abused, and a similar thing happened in I believe it was California, and children were were uh, persuaded that they they've been abused uh, one one even was you know under hypnosis remembered that he'd been flushed down a toilet um, and had traveled through the sewers into this sort of underground den where he'd then been sexually abused by these by these satanists so it's okay, all the, um sounds very bizarre yeah it i mean i don't know that much about hypnosis but i would think if you could get someone to remember something that was that was missing from their life you could also fill that blank with something fictional with the power of suggestion i would i would have thought speaking in my inexpert half-assed opinion way well i've i've only been hypnotized once in my life mm. um and that was just a very very deep state of relaxation not not asleep i mean you, hmm. you'd see these portrayals in the in the movies and tv hmm. shows about you know you're in a, a sleepwalking type state well that's not that certainly wasn't my experience of it you, you, you didn't go old cabinet of dr caligari walking around with your arms out in front of you absolutely not um <laughs> God, that's quite a reference. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to explain to our listeners what that reference is, Neil? Um, uh, the, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is a is a classic horror film. Um, it was made in 1919 by Friedrich Wilhelm Murnau. Um, it's a classic of, of Weimar cinema, right at the, the dawn of the, of the Weimar period. And uh, this, this um, Dr. Caligari... Turns up and he, he's got a he's got a somnambulist. He's got this guy who's in a trance in a box at, at a sideshow at a stand the sideshow and you know, this 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 somnambulist will answer your questions and um, and um, 
And so someone, one of the lads, just for a laugh, says, when will I die? And the somnambulist says, before dawn. And, <laughs> and yeah, Dr. Caligari is sending this, basically this sleepwalker out to kidnap people mm. or, or murder people. Yeah. Um, classic, classic. It is a classic Old yeah. film. See it if you can. I've seen it twice, um, always in shows that they quite often, this is obviously London, um, but they, they will put on a show in, in some exotic location i saw it at the old operating theater um, oh right. and, and usually I with a lot there once live. did you yeah okay yeah. <laughs> sorry yeah it, re- it really is an old operating there. theater where <laughs> basically you're sat on a steep flight of wooden steps all in a sort of semicircle. Mm-hmm. the film is shown um and um there, there will be musicians performing live music to it it's very um yeah, yeah, always a great show. And Dr. Caligari is one of the favourites for that kind of thing, along with Metropolis and Nosferatu. Oh, M- Netrop- M- yeah, I can't even say it properly. <laughs> Metropolis is one of my absolute favourites. Anyway, watch it again. So yes, um, <coughs> so yeah, you've got this this image um, of yeah people being in almost a zombified state within hypnosis, which yeah just wasn't my. Hmm. Um, my take at all. Um, actually, I'm saying I've only been hypnotized once. I'll take what I have you. I haven't used it for quite some time now, uh, but I have used. There's a famous, or here in the UK, famous hypnotist called Paul McKenna, mm. and he released a series of books and CDs for you to listen to, and it it puts you in a sort of hypnotic state. And when I was going through a, a particularly tough time. Um, some while ago, about eight years ago now, uh, I started listening to a build your confidence type CD. Um, okay, uh, that puts you in a. I mean, he does say, you know, don't listen to this while you're driving. You know, try and be relaxed. You you may remember it, you may not. You know, it's it's all kind of, and um, yeah. So actually, thinking about it, there's probably been quite a few times I've been. Mm. Hypnotized, but it is just a deep state of relaxation. It's not. Mm. It's not a as as Hollywood portrays it, a direct line to your subconscious. It, it's nothing like that. You couldn't be forced to do something you didn't want to do. As entertaining as the idea is, as a as a plot vehicle, exactly for a exactly. horror movie or a thriller, yeah. But we've talked about doing a play, um, you know, when the whole pandemic's over, haven't we? Mm. Um, based around people yeah. doing things <laughs> under well, hypnosis. A play, called, a play called Hypnosis. Yes. yes. <laughs> mm. So that's something to look forward to mm. uh, when when COVID when we get when we get around finished. to it. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know when when you say about these kids and the satanic panic thing. Mm. I just think there's got to have been more going on, um, and under suggestion, yeah. When you're talking kids, it's I get it. Emotions boil over a bit, don't they? When people talk about abusing children, but but I mean to get to the the crux of of what we're talking about here, or what's being suggested happens or, or how this how this lost time occurs is if you've been abducted and taken aboard an alien spacecraft and whisked away at somewhere approaching the speed of light then time will slow down for you 
won't it? For instance, if if we were to travel to what's what's the nearest if, Alpha Centauri Alpha, or uh, Alpha Proxima? Alpha Proxima, which is what is it? A light year away? Something like that, yeah. If you if we were to travel to that region and 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 back, say we're gone for for two light years, you would come and and you'd have to travel at the speed of light to do it to, to do it in two years. Um, you would come back to Earth and find that far more than two years had passed. So but you're the, thinking very much like um, Planet of the Apes style. Um, that kind of, but that that is actual. You know, I'm talking actual science here. I know yes. I've se- I've seen it on telly. That yes. yeah, if you travel at the speed <laughs> of light, time slows down. Time is time is not fixed. It, and uh, yeah, you will you will have. Have you ever read the Forever War? No, I'm not familiar with that. Classic of science fiction from the 1960s, where these people are recruited into. It's a bit like um, Starship Troopers, and they're fighting these aliens, but they're having to go through wormholes and travel to distant reaches of space. And of course, every time they come back, um, you know, when the guy comes back, his parents are very comes back for the first time. His parents are very, very elderly, and then he comes back again, and and his parents are long gone. Comes back again, and actually, the human race has evolved to a different kind of level. And there was the uh, Twilight Zone episode that explored that as well. And we we saw, the, do you remember, Neil? We saw the Twilight Zone live on stage. We did, yeah. And they did a version of of that where he went off into the future and came back, and mm. um, the, you know, his wife was an old woman, and yeah. Mm. Um, but, but and okay, and, so and so, related so to that, to, um, oh, and S- Stephen Hawking said that time travel is possible. But if you made a time machine, you'd be, you'd be able to go back in time, but you wouldn't be able to go back beyond the time when the machine was made. Like if the machine was made in 2020, you wouldn't be able to go back to 2019. But where that would come in handy was if you did travel, if you did um, undergo interstellar travel at the speed of light and came back, you would have to orbit the Earth and go back in time so that the people who actually sent you on this mission and who, who were waiting for, the, for you to, to come back with your findings, they're still alive. Hmm. I'm, I, I mean, I feel we're getting a little bit off. To, so, but, but I get what you're saying, that for you the last time thing is, is to do with time dilation. Mm. But I think something quite differently about fundamentally about what the lost time phenomenon is okay because the fact that people are coming out with things that they weren't aware of under hypnosis that suggests to me rather than being sort of moved off somewhere else at speed that people have have had memories either wiped or suppressed in some way mm. um that that to me fits more with what we hear about the last time phenomenon, but then that I suppose depends on whether you um, uh, accept hypnosis as a way of retrieving memories. Well, I've heard it said that you know, if you if you wander into a room and then can't remember why you went into that room, it's because you've encountered an extraterrestrial who's wiped your memory so that he can escape. <laughs> Wasn't that a Doctor yeah. Who episode? Was it? The, the Silence, I think they were called. Every time you looked at them, you forgot. Uh, right. <laughs> You'd seen them or something. Yeah. Um, I, no, I, so- I know. I know. I know some people like that. Uh. <laughs> very, very forgettable people. Now I can think of lots of reasons why um, 
extraterrestrials might wipe memory. I mean, for one thing, if what they're doing, and usually it's it's what is retrieved is quite traumatic mm. uh, events, then, yeah, suppressing the memory of a traumatic event is... Um, but but what we're really talking about here is someone who's lost time and often not been aware of it, that they they think they've yeah you know, they've travelled a journey in their car for four hours, they've seen a bright light in the sky on the way, and then they arrive at their destination and they're told no, you set off two days ago. Where have you been? Yeah, um, and it's happened on a number of very famous cases as well. Um, what the the first. Um, episode we ever did on Betty and Barney Hill hmm. um, featured a lost time phenomenon. Whitley uh, Streber, who we discussed hmm. when we watched Communion, um, we did yes. That has the lost time phenomenon, and that of that, course that was the least of his worries. <laughs> the suppressed <laughs> memories were affecting his personality, uh, and they were coming out in in quite negative ways. Mm. And it was again through hypnosis that he uncovered mm. um, what he believed had happened to him. But there are so many um, cases, the, the Allagash Four, um, Villa Boas, uh, are so many like famous cases. I'm also reading about an episode of The X Files in March 1992 where Mulder and Scully were driving on a highway in Oregon and they lost nine minutes. Um, Mulder, of course, said that uh, something had taken control of that time, and Scully disputed that because that's basically what they did. You know, Scully was <laughs> Scully was the scientist who was who was um, assigned to really keep Mulder's feet. Scully the was ground. the skeptic. Yes, Scully the skeptic. <laughs> it's kind of like us, Neil. I've never thought of that before. You're Scully. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, so sometimes you know, in trying to debunk something you can come up with an idea that's even crazier kind of thing when did i just come out with that it does happen um but here's the 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 crux of it so for me the most terrifying because i find the whole concept of alien abduction quite terrifying enough to start with but Mm. when i really think about this whole lost time phenomenon and that's yeah, that's like you say. Someone goes on a journey; they're an hour late or three hours late to their destination, and that leads them then to to dig away and pick away at it, and they discover, as a result of that, that they've been the victims of alien abduction. Hmm. What if it happened while you were asleep? Um. So I'm trying, I'm trying to think of all the permutations of this. It, it happens while you're asleep, assuming you live on your own, so there's no one there to notice that you've gone. Or the person um, you're with is also asleep. Yeah, um, but you you then wake up, or you you go to you go to bed on on Friday night, and wake up thinking, oh, it's Saturday morning, and uh, then you find thinking, out actually it's Monday morning. I've got to go to work. No, you, you're uh, thinking days again. The, the days thing is is really incredibly rare. You're usually looking at a couple of hours. Mm. Now, how many times have you woken up in the morning and think, God, I feel tired today, but, you know, I've had a good eight hours sleep. I don't know why I should feel so tired. Oh, well, never mind, and just got on with your day and had extra cups of coffee. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, who's to say? Exactly. So who's to say that you haven't actually been awake for that period of time, but you're suffering from this lost time phenomenon, this suppressed memory? Uh, Something that's happened to me a few times is I've been lying in bed, staring at the ceiling, um, and then suddenly my wife will nudge me and say, turn over, you're snoring. And I'll say, but I'm awake. And she'll say, no, you're not. You're snoring. I'm thinking, that's the shittiest dream I've ever had. Imagine <laughs> you, you have a dream and all you're dreaming is that you're lying in bed awake looking at the ceiling. Yeah. Um, but that, that, you know, there's some sort of suggest, I must be in some sort of suggestible state that I think I'm there and present in the room and I'm really not. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean suggestible. That's just a deep state of relaxation. Yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it's Hollywood that's put this idea in our minds that as we are going into a deep sleep, we mm. are malleable and suggestible, and you know that's that's not really the case. Um, Hollywood we, again. We can Hollywood just always puts these ideas in our heads, doesn't it? It is possible that that sometimes we are unable to discern between reality and imagination in those mm. states. But that's, I think, a different thing to it being suggestible. Because if you were suggestible, then Janet saying to you, you're snoring, mm. would instantly put the memory in your mind about when you were snoring. Yeah. If you were suggestible. And that's but why I'd, I'd, I'd still deny it <laughs> <laughs> on principle. <laughs> um, I mean, let's face it: in every couple, each of them always thinks only the other one snores. Mm. <laughs> no, I know I snore. I've, I've woken myself up with a snore before. <laughs> the, the, the other night, my, my my cat will come in. He'll get on top of me, and he actually he actually forced me i mean this is a, a four kilos of cat but he actually forced me onto my back so he could lie between my legs he likes that <laughs> that spot but he was actually sort of working at me and turning me over <laughs> i had no choice <laughs> scaramanga had a birthday recently didn't he he did didn't he? yes he did um 12 years old on the 20th of march oh well, happy birthday to scaramanga and um, let's hope there's many more to come absolutely um so yes, yeah, so so I I find the idea of the suggestibility of people under hypnosis questionable to start with because that's it is a, a deep state of relaxation mm. an almost sleep like state I get that um, but we're not as suggestible as is suggested by I mean we are suggestible because Hollywood suggests it and we take it on board but. Mm. We're consciously suggestible, unconsciously when, less so. When we're programmed to kill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we'll get a phone call and someone will say something like Vesuvius and you'll go and get the gun that you never knew you had. and go and, Oh, the whole sleeper yeah. agent thing. Yes. yes. Telephone. Yeah, that's, that's all Hollywood. Um, mm. But yeah, this is... So this, this missing time, lost time phenomenon... It, it keeps reoccurring in so many independent UFO abduction reports, hmm. going back to way back to the 50s, probably beforehand. 
Um, it, it is mysterious, but I, I do suspect it has its roots more in in psychology that there's some phenomenon that um, that perhaps hasn't been explored as much as it would be rather, rather than people actually going on a journey at light speed and and losing time. I, I honestly don't think it's a light speed thing. I think it's more about suppressed memories because if it was a light speed thing, then how would they recall the memories that they didn't have previously? They wouldn't have memories. Um, well, yeah, then under hypnosis, they would think, oh, yeah, I, I remember now I was on that spaceship. And that's the yeah. thing. They, they Under hypnosis, they can remember the the time that was had been lost. Hmm. I, I still, yeah, I'm still dubious about it. I, I, I do think you can, you can suggest things to people. And if it's things that fit, I mean, I, I don't know how to explain someone setting off on a two hour drive. And as far as they're concerned, they've, they've arrived within two hours um, but then they're asked, where have you been? It's, you set off six hours ago. Yeah. Where's that time gone? That happens. It happens more than we perhaps realise because so many people will just chalk that up to, well, that's a mystery. Or, mm. yeah, yeah, he says he didn't stop, but he's lying. Or, yeah, <laughs> you know, people will not report it as a UFO phenomenon or not report it full stop. Mm. So it makes me wonder how often that actually happens. Mm. But, you know, next time you're late for work, there's your go-to excuse. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a positive that comes out of it. We never yes. know. Um, but what do you think, listeners? Is Neil right? Is it all to do with light speed and time travel? Is it more to do with suppressed memories? Is there something rational and terrestrial about the whole thing or is it as i believe that yeah memories are being suppressed by extraterrestrials uh, let us know what you think by the usual means you can email us aliens at gmail.com you can find us on facebook and twitter by searching aliens explored or if you join our Patreon program by going to patreon.com forward slash aliens explored and picking any of the tiers to help support us, uh, you get all kinds of rewards. Uh, but one of the things included in there is exclusive access to our Discord servers where you can chat with like-minded people and ourselves about any of the subjects we discuss here. There's been some lively discussions going on in there recently uh, that I've been enjoying reading. So, uh, yeah, so check out our Patreon uh, as well. But I'll put a link in the description as always. Join us next time, though, when... Ha, we're going to be talking about some uh, reverse engineered UFO technology, Neil. <laughs> Indeed. I'm, I'm sticking my stake in the ground now because... <laughs> that, that's what you've decided to call it. <laughs> It is indeed. We are going to be discussing the cloaked B-1 bomber that was spotted at Dias Air Force Base on Google Maps. Uh, so you mm. don't want to miss that one next week. 
Uh, in the meantime, do keep watching your clocks very, very carefully. That's clocks with an L. Uh, and was, remember uh, that you, you actually did lose an hour. This uh, For those listening in, in Britain and possibly the rest of Europe, you actually <laughs> did lose an hour on Saturday night. Of course, we are recording this, yes, on Monday the 28th. I, I, do you know what? That never occurred to me. That that's basically what we've just encountered as a country. I know America, you you had it a few weeks beforehand, but uh, yes. <laughs> well, it's in America. They they've decided to stop changing the clocks twice a year. They're going to stick with daylight savings time. Or I don't know. I, I don't know if it's if it's on a state by state basis because I can imagine you know the the nearer the equator you are the less of a difference there is between the length of day in summer and winter. So if you're down in Florida, the days are pretty much the same length all year round. If you're up in New England, the the days are short in winter, the nights are long, and vice versa in summer. Yeah, really interesting. Um, anyway, yes, as well as that, keep watching this guy. <laughs> we had a lot of digression. We did a little digression. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, especially sorry to Julie. <laughs> if you're listening. No, no people <laughs> like our digressions. Yeah. Turn it into drinking games and all sorts of drink responses. Um, but yeah, take care for now. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Aliens Explored is a Fecal Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter or Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit us on aliensexplored.com. <laughs>